Hello, Lost Tape listeners. Welcome back. We are back at it again with another episode. Okay, so lately I've been thinking a lot about communication and relationships. I feel like um, it's something we can all relate to, right? Uh, not even just romantic relationships, but relationships we have with our friends, with our coworkers, with our parents, with our family just in general. It's something that every human will come across in their life. And I've been thinking a lot about how we approach relationships and the influence of the media and other people in our life on our relationships. How did we come to the idea of how we are in relationships, how we react to one another? And one thing that I'm noticing with our generation, and it might not just be our generation, but because of the instant gratification where we, you know, have everything at our fingertips... I do feel like that's transferring into our relationships. And this might not be true for everyone, but I feel like because we are growing up in this, you know, super AI technology type world, um, it is influencing us in a way. We have a lot of access to one another. We have a lot of access to communicate. And what I'm realizing is that even though we have this ability to communicate through texting, through Instagram, through phone calls or whatever... We don't always say what we actually are feeling or thinking, um, which is funny if you think about it, like how ironic, right? Like we have all of these ways to communicate, but we aren't actually doing it. We still have these blockages. And a part of that is because I think sometimes we go into things too quickly. I'm a firm believer that we don't actually see the real person that we're dating or talking to until about three months, give or take. Um, the reason for this is because... Most of the time, we want to, you know, project a certain image to a person. It's almost kind of like selling yourself, whether you think that you do this or not. It just happens naturally. Now, there are people that have come to this self-awareness and this realization where they're like, you know what, I'm just going to put all my baggage out there. I'm going to be myself from the jump. And that is what I highly recommend. However, it doesn't always happen, right? You know, whenever you really like someone and you do want attention from them, and you do want them to like you back, you might start thinking, oh, well, maybe I should act like this, because it seems like they like this. However, I would tell you to not do that. The reason for this is because the person is then going to like the person that you're portraying. They aren't actually going to like who you really are, right? They might like who you really are. However, if for the first, say, three months, which sets the stage for the relationship, by the way, if you're acting a certain way, that person is going to expect that that is how you will always be. And what I'm noticing is around like the three month mark, um, not only from my own experience, um, you know, looking back into my past, but also just from what I've seen from other relationships I've seen in my life, it seems like around this time is when the real person starts coming out and then that's when you'll notice that you'll start having annoyances or you'll start having not arguments, but it's just, it's just, you know, you're kind of like, why are you doing that? Like you didn't do that before. And it's because the walls and the facade are coming down. This person is now comfortable and their real side is coming out. Like all these real sides that they were keeping hidden, they're coming out now. Um, and I feel like if you want to have a genuine relationship, you got to be yourself from the jump. Do not be afraid if this person is going to like you or not. If they don't, then that means that you guys probably aren't compatible. Which goes into the next thing I'm going to talk about is that you can't force chemistry. Oftentimes, um, and part of this is because we've grown up in uh, a time period where we're watching a lot of TV shows, we're watching a lot of movies, and it's all fake, right? So 
we think, okay, let's let's act this certain way together, and then, you know, it's going to go into this beautiful, magical relationship. However, that's not real life. You know, you're dealing with a real person. They have real emotions. You're dealing with the day-to-day grind. That stuff isn't always shown in movies or TV shows or these ridiculous reality TV shows. Sorry, I'm just not a fan of them. If you are, I'm sorry. I know that they're, like, fun to watch, and it's like, you know, love is blind. Like, how fun is that? Like, oh my gosh. I do believe that that stuff's super fake. However, it is super entertaining. Again, back to what I was saying. Sorry for the uh, the little tangent. We need to be ourselves from the jump. You can't force chemistry. If you feel like uh, you're just kind of falling in love with the potential of this person, don't do that. Um, which is something that I've done before as well. Like, I'm not just telling you guys, oh, don't do that. Like, it is fake. You are going to feel disappointed and you're not going to feel fulfilled and you're going to be wondering, why am I not feeling fulfilled by this person? Like they're checking all the boxes. They take me out to eat. We have so many things in common. We, we share the same values. And then all of a sudden, like three months down the road, you're starting to realize you don't share the same values. They were probably just telling you what you wanted to hear. And now their real side is coming out. Unfortunately, this happens a lot. And now the chemistry's off, right? It's like all of a sudden, you know, these feelings that you had, which, by the way, can be induced by oxytocin. Um, you know, whenever we're cuddling, kissing, having sex with someone, there are chemicals that are released. And they do bond us to one another. However, it can kind of fool you into thinking that you like someone when in reality, it's just, it's just your body. You know what I mean? It's your body reacting to what is happening to it. And that is why I think it is so important to intellectually connect with one another if you are wanting a relationship. If you're just wanting to have sex or have friends with benefits or just date and keep it, you know, super, super light and airy, as I like to call it, then that's all good. But communicate that. Um, I feel like there's such a loss of communication. And I understand why, you know. I like that we're growing up in this area where we're starting to talk about polyamory a little bit more. Um, We are talking about the difference between polyamory and monogamy, and now people can go into that space, and it's open. You know, you aren't being ridiculed for how you feel or what you want to do. But communication is still important there. Um, If you are looking to just hook up with someone, let them know. This is what I want. This is what I'm going for. And unfortunately, some people aren't like that because they're selfish. Um, you know, I get that. We all, we've all kind of been there. Maybe not everyone, but it happens. You know what I mean? You do want something from someone, um, and they might not want the same thing as you, but you're still attracted to them. So you might placate them, right? You might just kind of be like, oh yeah, no, I'm down for that. But in reality, you're just wanting to hook up with them. Or maybe you're, you're wanting a relationship and that person doesn't want a relationship and they told you that, right? And you're going to try and mold them into possibly putting them into a relationship. And to me, that's just not a good way to go about it. And it causes a lot of issues. So be honest from the jump. Be yourself from the jump. Tell them, this is what these are what my expectations are. If they're like, you know, I'm not really looking for that. Awesome. We had that conversation. And now we can move on with our lives. Um, main thing here, guys, be honest with one another. Whatever it is you're wanting to do, let them know. Don't, um, one thing, and I've been, I've been someone who's done this where, you know, sometimes you are busy in life, right? You're focusing on your career. You're focusing on school. You're trying to better your life. I'm in my mid twenties. So it's like, that is something that I dealt with more in my early twenties and I wasn't communicating properly. I, 
you know, had an attraction to someone and I wanted to get to know them. So I was asking them a lot of questions, right? It was a very intellectual type thing. There was a lot of shared back and forth. It was really great. And because I didn't tell them that I wasn't looking for a relationship, they got, they felt like I tricked them because I ended up telling them like, hey, I'm not ready for commitment or whatever. And they were confused because the energy that I was giving to them indicated that I did want that. When in reality, um, being a sapiosexual, sapioromantic myself, which just um, in a simple definition means in order for me to have sexual attraction, I do need intellectual stimulation. Um, if I'm not being like stimulated intellectually, I'm not going to have that attraction there. And it's the same for romance for me. I need to be like, I need to connect with someone's brain first. Um, and so I didn't, I didn't tell them what my expectations were at first, you know, and so they were, they were hurt by me. And if I would have just communicated, you know, then that wouldn't have happened. So I do think that communication is super important. I know that it's easy to just go someone. I've done it before. Um, and, you know, it hurts people. Uh, and if you are, I think it's important to, if you're having, you know, a friendship or, you know, a situationship, that's still someone in your life. That is still someone that exists, right? That's still someone that has a heart. That's still someone that has emotions and they matter. So it is important just to have those conversations. We live in a world where we have technology where it's easy to just like leave someone on red. I honestly don't like that feature. <laughs> I have an Android, so I don't have to deal with that. Uh, if you don't want to deal with that, get an Android. But um, I know that you can turn off that setting. But there's nothing worse to me that when, than whenever, like, say you look at a text message because you want to see what they said. Like, you're excited, but you're busy, so you put your phone down. And then there's a message that follows that says, like, I saw that you read, like, my text. Like, why didn't you respond? And that's going to take me into my next little topic, is we don't owe one another that time. Now, I'm not saying that you should just always ghost people and you should just be like, eh, I don't care about your feelings. What I am saying, though, is that we have constant access to one another, and it is important to detach from that. If you want to have a healthy relationship, you know, I, I'm not saying keep it offline. However, don't let, like, technology affect you in that way. I know that's easier said than done, but, like, if they looked at your story and they haven't responded to you, whatever, dude. Like, they're, maybe they're just scrolling through Instagram. Like, that's no big deal. Like, who freaking cares? Um, that's just honestly my perspective, and I know not everyone thinks like that. However, I feel like it's super damaging to potentially great friendships, great relationships. However, everyone's like looking at each other online, and it's like we aren't existing in the real world with one another, and it's pulling us apart. Um, I think that it's causing deep-rooted insecurities within one another. This whole social media, like, oh, you saw my story, didn't reply, or, oh, I texted you, you read it, you didn't reply in this amount of time that I wanted. And it's all because of instant gratification, and I feel like it's really ruining a lot of relationships. And if what I'm saying to you right now, if you're thinking, like, well, I want to I wanna know why they didn't reply, look inward and understand why you're thinking that. Um, I, I truly believe that we don't, like, owe each other constant, constant time communication. There should be communication, especially if you're in a relationship. I do think it's important to prioritize time with one another. However, if you also have other things like your career, your education, your family, your friendships that matter to you, someone that actually likes you and cares about you will understand that. You know what I mean? It's not going to be this like, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be this thing that you're always having to talk to them about where I'm like, where you're like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm hanging out with my friend. No, no, no. There shouldn't be any apologizing. 
if you prioritize your relationship and you say, you know what, I'm going to make time for you on Saturday, right? Then that's that's the time that you guys spend together. It is important to have quality time with one another. However, if your partner is getting mad at you because you're like, oh, well, I have a dinner that I scheduled last week with my friend, and they're like, well, I wanted to see you. Toxic, get rid of that. <laughs> my personal advice. Someone who actually likes you and wants to see your growth, they aren't going to try and inhibit everything, especially if it's in regards to your career, uh, your education. If your partner is ever trying to control you into being just around them, toxic, um, that person's really insecure and they could be very controlling. So definitely get rid of that. Okay, so my next thing, I put in quotes here, guys. Um, I did write down some notes because I've just really been thinking about this stuff a lot. And I see a lot of like, just, you know, whenever you're online, you see people fighting or, you know, in your own life, there's like relationships that you see outside of yourself and you're like, God dang. And you're seeing it from like an outside perspective. So I put in quotes, booty blinded. (laughs) This is actually from a movie called I Spy with Owen Wilson. It's really funny. You should watch it. But booty blinded is whenever you're having sex with someone real quickly, right? You know, you're attracted to them, so you have sex, and so you're, like, blinded by the booty. And it's just, like, it's a joke, okay? Don't, I'm not saying it to be offensive. However, if you're having, like, lots of sex at first, like, your endorphins are going, your your body is, like, excited, right? There's oxytocin and uh, vasopressin. I'm probably saying that incorrectly. Um, but all these things are being released. So you're like, oh, my gosh, like, oh, my God, we like each other, like, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm super attracted to them, right? And I'm not saying that you're wrong, because you are attracted to them. However, you might confuse that for love, and it's not. I hate to break it to you. I do think that those things are important, and they definitely can be combined into a really loving relationship, a committed relationship. However, whenever you have sex with someone really quickly, this is just my own personal opinion from what I have observed, and also there is science to back this up um, with researchers that have studied this. Whenever you're having sex really quick, like, your brain's going to get confused. You might, that's why you see people um, going into relationships really quickly, committing very quickly whenever they don't know each other. It's because they're infatuated with one another, but they don't actually love each other. They don't, and obviously, like, love comes later, right? Um, but if they're saying, like, the L-bomb, meaning, <laughs> meaning I love you, sorry, that's just my word for it. If they're saying it, like, within the first two weeks, to me, that is a red flag. You don't know that you love that person. You have not spent enough time with them, and you actually don't even know the real them yet. So pay attention to your body. Don't get booty blinded, okay? Sometimes sex can be really good and you can have sexual chemistry. However, after a while, I'm not saying that it wears off, but the effects of the chemicals that are being released will wear off and you'll start having more of that cognitive type of realization and you'll start seeing flaws. Like, you'll start to see that there's certain quirks or things that they're doing that you aren't really agreeing with and you're like, where's this coming from? Why didn't I see this? And it's because you were booty blinded. (laughs) Anyways, um, another thing that I want to note here is listen to when people are talking to you. If you're interested in someone or you're dating, I am a firm believer that people will tell you who they are. You just have to listen to them. Listen to how they are speaking about themselves. If you are dating someone, let's say it's like, you know, you've been kind of dating on and off, uh, going on dates for a month, and you notice that every single time you are on this date, You're the one asking the questions and they never ask you a single question about yourself. They have no interest in getting to know you. They just want you to ask questions about themselves and they want to give you an answer. Red flag for me. I don't know about you, but a relationship, whether it's, you know, going to go into something committed or you're going to be friends with benefits or whatever, 
there should be back and forth. It should be symbiotic. It shouldn't be parasitic where one person is asking questions all the time, trying to get to know someone, and the other person is just giving answers and not even asking, like, what about you? To me, that's a red flag. That's somebody who is just looking for someone that's going to fluff their ego, um, and it's going to be all about them. So just remember to look out for that. Uh, Again, people will tell you who they are. You just have to listen. And sometimes whenever we like someone, we are blinded and we aren't listening for those things. We are creating a version in our head of them. And then what happens is like three months down the road, they aren't living up to that. So that brings me into my other point here is that it's, I know it's hard not to because you do want to be able to see yourself growing with someone or, uh, you know, for me at least, how I can tell if I'm going to commit myself to someone is I can kind of see them in my future. (laughs) That's a raven baby. No, I'm just kidding. But you do want to like picture that, right? However, what you don't want to do is put them up on a pedestal and fantasize about a person that doesn't exist. Meaning, um, take them for who they are and try not to add to it. Fall in love with that person. Don't fall in love with the idea that you're creating in your head. And again, I'm going to keep bringing this up. We live in a day and age where everything is romanticized and fake online. Um, and then it creates an expectation, right? Oh, we like we went to this place, so now we have to keep going to these places because that's what we base our relationship off of. And to me, that's not real love. That's not that doesn't that doesn't equate to like a a symbiotic relationship. That's just kind of like doing things in order for you to like you know feel good about yourself with your partner. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with taking vacations. There's nothing wrong with going out to eat and spending money on one another. However, if that is just the basis of your relationship and there's not good communication, you don't feel intellectually stimulated. You don't feel challenged by this person. Um, I feel like that relationship is not going to work out in the long run because it's fleeting and there's no there's no depth to it. It's like a superficial relationship. You want to make sure that it's not just centered around sex and going out together. That's fine at first. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's good. And, you know, that can be really fun if that's what you're wanting. There's nothing wrong with that. However, if you're looking for a committed relationship and you're just doing surfacey level things, it's not going to get any deeper. Like, that's just my personal, what I've gained from what I've seen, um, what I've experienced. You do want to get to know the real person that lies beneath. We all have a face that we wear. Um, As you become more self-aware of yourself, you will take that face off. And I do encourage you to take that face off. You should never feel the need to constantly be perfect around your partner. Um, They should accept you for who you are, you know, me being a woman, we it's different for me, obviously, than if you're a man listening to this, but I do hope that you take something from it, because I think that this can go either way, despite your gender, despite your sexuality. Um, but it's important to allow yourself to be real with your partner. It's important to be able to feel open, um, to communicate honestly, and I think that sometimes why we shy away from that is because we're scared of what the other person's going to think, Right. However, I will tell you, if you are going to be with someone, they aren't going to judge you, okay? Whenever it's the right relationship, they're not going to judge you. You're not going to feel like you're being ridiculed. You're going to feel accepted. Or at least for me, that is what matters, being accepted, okay? Um, Another thing that I want to mention is write down your non-negotiables, okay? This is something that I do uh, in my career, in life, but it also can be put into relationships. What's a non-negotiable for you, you know? Um... There can be lots of non-negotiables, like, um, it's, you know, if somebody has been, 
say if like they're venting to you, right? And I'm not saying that like this person can't change. However, if they're bringing up like that their ex is always crazy, for me, that's a non-negotiable red flag. I feel like whenever every, if, if every ex that they are mentioning to you is crazy, there's something wrong there. <laughs> that's just my own personal opinion. Um, if they haven't had healthy relationships and they can't talk about their partner, their ex-partners in a somewhat healthy way, and don't get me wrong, you're going to have toxic relationships. Like, for me, I know that I've had a toxic relationship, but I've also had really good relationships. And I can talk about those people and be like, you know what, that was a cool relationship, just didn't work out, you know? However, if the person you're talking to is always saying, oh yeah, like she was crazy, or oh, he was crazy, it's like maybe they were the problem, that's just my own personal opinion, take that how you will. But write down your non-negotiables, write down red flags for you um, that you've seen in your past or whatever, and if you see them popping up with them, I wouldn't say push it away completely, have a conversation, ask for clarification, and if what they're telling you is them uh, feeding their ego and sounding kind of narcissistic, and they're saying that they didn't have uh, anything to do with the problem, or, you know, basically they're not admitting what they did, um, that would be a red flag for me. Somebody that's always talking about themselves and they're always the hero in their story, not saying that that's a bad thing, sometimes you are the hero, however, if they're talking about their exes, and they can't tell you one thing that they did wrong, probably a red flag. Anyways, um, one thing also that I want to mention is that real love is not about you. I hear it all the time. I love how they make me feel. I love that they do this for me. But the truth is, is that love is not about you. Don't get me wrong. You do want to feel good around your partner. It's great if your partner's making you feel good. But to be honest, true love to me is selfless. It is whenever you have conscientiousness. Like, for instance, say um, you know that your partner had a busy day. And you know that, like, something at their house is messy and say you're there. And so you just take care of it. You clean it up, whatever. They come home. They're like, wow, I didn't even ask you to do that. It's a selflessness. Say you hear your, you're like, your partner's stomach growl. This is just a random example, okay? And they're busy and they're working, so you go grab them a snack. It's selfless. You're not thinking of yourself in that moment. That is what true love feels like. It isn't, oh my gosh, they bought me all this stuff. Oh my gosh, like, they're feeding my ego. Like, yeah, hype your partner up. Nothing wrong with that. But if that is the basis of your relationship, it's going to be imbalanced. Relationships should be about balance. Um, there shouldn't be one party that is doing like 100% while the other one's doing 50. That doesn't work out well. So you should always meet your partner halfway. And I think the reason why I've been thinking about this stuff so much is because... Um, we're surrounded by relationships. And I took a break from relationships for, you know, a good three and a half years. And I was single and I focused on my career and I did that. So I got to separate myself, right? And for a long time, I always thought, oh, relationships are complicated. And, you know, I understand that there's a purpose for them. However, I am pushed back because all I see is like selfishness. And, like, we're always seeking for something within one another. It's never just a shared experience of, you know what, I, I really love who you are. That's why I want to be around you. I love that you had a past that was dark and then you made something great of it. And now you're amazing. The thing is, is we don't know how to connect anymore. Even though we have so many ways to connect, we don't. 
Um, I'm not saying everyone, but it's something that I see, and I think that it's something that we could all possibly work on. And it's not just in romantic relationships, it's in a lot of different relationships. Um, this could be something having to do with your parents, right? There can be a very parasitic relationship with your parents, and if you don't make boundaries and you don't separate yourself, then it can hurt you, and that can transfer into a relationship possibly, right? Anyways, I hope that maybe you take something from this. But again, just remember that love is selfless. Um, I hear all these podcasts of these guys that are sitting there saying, if she can't cook, I don't want her. If she doesn't fuck me three times a, a day, I don't want her. Like, I have all these things to offer. And it's like, why are we looking at people as commodity, as goods we can sell? Like, to me, that's transactional. And so I watch this and I watch this and they keep talking about how they, they're, you know, a man of quality or like, you know, it could go either way. A woman can be this way too. However, I just, I hate that it's going to, it's basically pulling us apart, right? Why can't we just love one another for who we are individually? And it's not about how many acts of service you can do for me in a day because I'm so amazing. Like, to me, that's just ridiculous. And I I keep seeing these podcasts of these dudes talking into these microphones. Sorry, I'm just making jokes here. But they think that they know everything. And I'm like, are you okay? Like, who hurt you? And the thing is, is that they're just probably parroting that from another person that they found, you know, like Andrew Tate vibes and all of that, this whole Andrew Tate craze um, of these alpha males that are demanding things from women. Uh, my question to you is, what exactly are you bringing to the table other than unnecessary unnecessary comments, uh, you know, rude behavior? Uh, it's just insane to me how far away we have been pulled from actually connecting with one another. It seems like people are just looking at, what can you do for me now? Like, can you keep up with this? I don't know, it's just so like fleeting to me. It's superficial and it's gross. We need to get back to actually connecting with one another. If you don't wanna do that, I would recommend being single. I think that it's okay to be single. It's lovely to be single, to be honest. However, I don't think those people should be giving advice on relationships because they're just looking at people as uh, like servants in a way. They don't want a, um, they don't want, you know, a partner, someone that is their equal. They just want someone they can control and they're deeply insecure. Um, so yeah, that is my piece on that. You know, don't look at people as a commodity to your life. That is an actual person. Um, not just like a little puzzle piece in your game. So, and I say this so that I can look back on it myself. You know, I, I, I'm going to be transparent with you guys. Like, there's been times where I have been very loving in relationships. I have given my all and done that. And then there's been times where I was, you know, kind of jaded and cold and calloused. And I wasn't thinking of the other person. So let's think of the other person. That is, that is the seed of the day. All right, guys, I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, please share this with your friends if you enjoy it. If you disagree with me, that's cool. Reach out to me. Let's talk about it. Um, if not, take it as it is. If I said anything that annoyed you, look into that. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I'm always open for discussions. Please find me on Instagram, the lost tapes 22. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week and take, take these things with you. Think about them, talk about them with other people. Right. I always say, write things down. That's what I've been doing lately. All right, guys, I'll leave you with that. And this has been another tape.
If you would like to support this podcast, please follow me on Instagram. I love having discussions. It is at the Lost Tapes 22. I am open to hearing about anything that you guys want to say or want me to look into. I'd love to do a podcast episode on it. I also just love talking about anything and everything. So please don't hesitate to reach out. I will be releasing all of my podcast episodes on YouTube just because I feel like it's a platform that everyone has access to in case you don't have a subscription to Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Podcasts. Definitely go check out my YouTube channel. Um, Again, it is just The Lost Tapes. That's where you can find me on YouTube. Also, I want to mention the Anchor app, which is what I like to use to edit my podcast. They have so many different features that you can use, and it's all free, and you can literally make a podcast from scratch. Anyone can do this. You can do this using just your phone. You don't need a fancy microphone. You don't need editing software. Just get out there and speak your piece. All right, guys, this has been another episode of The Lost Tapes.